I have with me Ian Smith, and most of you know, unless you've been hiding on a rock, he is an alpha male, not a beta male, but an alpha male. And I've seen this story unfold on Tucker Carson's show there on Fox News. It's just been amazing to see in and watch how he's dealing with things. He's the own, owner of, uh, is it Attilus? Yeah. Where, where's Nick? Let me go get Nick. I'll be right back. Attilus Jim in New Jersey. And he was recently arrested for going against Governor Philip Murphy, the guy that said that uh, the uh, something was against his pay race, pay scale. And um, Ian uh, is not falling for this coronavirus restriction. And I totally admire him from that. Ian, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Jesse. I appreciate it. I have to tell you, man, at a distance, I admire your courage. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's certainly, for my partner and I, it certainly has, uh, has been interesting, um, and, but it certainly hasn't been easy. And there's been, there's been a lot of times where we've really had to kind of dig in and, um, you know, go through it. But uh, every, every step of the way has been worth it so far. What is it about you that realize that this whole Chinese virus thing is not as bad as they are pretending that it is and that you're able to go open your gym back up and do it in the right way? What gives you the courage to stand up for yourself in this way where most people cannot, especially men? Well, you know, my business partner and I built this gym uh, in under a year. Um, and uh, we worked really, really hard to do so. So when it came time to shut down, uh, neither of us were very happy with the idea, you know, but obviously, you know, your country asks you to do something. We, we, we didn't know what we were looking at with coronavirus. It, it seemed a lot scarier at that time, uh, you know, so, so we obliged, um, but we stayed busy uh, during the shutdown. We didn't, we didn't treat it as a vacation. Right. Um, and we were paying attention to the events as they unfolded and, very, very quickly after that two week mark, um, you know, he and I started asking questions. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm much more of the political, uh, politically minded person. Yes. Whereas uh, Frank, Frank is a numbers guy um, and, and a, a, a details guy. He, he was studying the numbers as they came out and we were paying attention to the political landscape. And we both kind of came to the conclusion in about a month that, um, that something was something was up. We smelled smoke. We knew there was fire, um, and we knew that this wasn't quite what the media was portraying it to be. So we, you know, we started to do research. You know, we looked at um, researches uh, research about the coronavirus. You know, how it was transmitted. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the newest studies talking about, <clears throat> you know, whether or not it, it could stay on surfaces, because we knew that at some point we were going to go back in business. Um, whether that was that would be when when Governor Murphy allowed it or otherwise, so we knew that we were going to have to to change the way we did business. So we did our homework and we did our homework, and um, you know at the two month mark, we decided that we had had enough. Um, yeah. It had turned hyper political. Uh, the numbers were being fudged left and right, um, and things just really weren't adding up um, <clears throat> for us to stay closed. Um, and we thought that we could do so in a manner. Um, reopen in a manner that wasn't that wasn't an open defiance it wasn't it wasn't to to defy anything it was um it was providing a solution that wasn't being offered by the government at that time yeah you know there there was zero plans to open 
um, whatsoever. And we, we were two months into it at that point. So, you know, Frank and I did our homework and we, we put together a, a very, very reasonable plan where any small business could adopt um, all or even some of what we had done and operate uh, in a safe manner, um, but still be able to operate and still be able to feed their families. Because um, at this point, we had been two months without a paycheck and you know, neither of us were willing to lose everything that we ever worked for, and neither of us were willing to put our families in jeopardy. Yeah. Um, and it was a back against the wall kind of thing. You know, this, this, we didn't come looking for this fight. This fight came to our doorstep. Uh, and we said, uh, we made a promise to each other that we were going to see it through and we weren't going to back down no matter what, because we knew that we were in the right. Um, and we knew that in the end, no matter how bruised and beaten up we come out and we come out of it, that, you know, we stood up as men and we stood up for what we believed in um, yeah. and we, we fought and uh, we stuck to that all the way through. That's amazing. Are you so, so the other day you were arrested and uh, did they, did they take you to jail? How did, what happened in that situation? Um, <clears throat> you know, so, so we originally opened in May um, on May 18th and we were open for a week before the, uh, the governor had pulled out every weapon that he could against us. We got 12 citations that week. Um, we had the health department come down on us, and he finally um, got a judge to bring a court order on us to close, and they actually physically changed our locks at the end of that week. Um, so we were locked out for quite a while, tied up in the legal system, uh, and we finally got the locks open, and then we, we resumed operation. Um, we were eventually served with contempt of court charges, uh, for violating a court order saying that we weren't supposed to be open <clears throat> and we lost that uh, last Friday now uh, they had already locked us out of the building once so um, I don't remember how the idea came up but Frank and I were brainstorming about what we were going to do uh, and we decided that we were going to remove the doors from the building so that they <laughs> could not physically lock it I love that um, yeah and uh, yeah they can't change the locks if there's no doors um, a very simplistic approach to things, but it was the only way that we could fight back. You know, we're, we're, we're in this David and Goliath kind of situation where, you know, we're just, we're just two regular dudes. Like there's, there's nothing special about us yeah. you know, other than the fact that we stick to our convictions. So, um, <clears throat> at that point we removed the doors, uh, and we opened the gym 24 hours a day. Frank and I would sleep in shifts, um, running the gym, just, you know, just he and I, and with, with the help of a few volunteers, and then um, that, that conviction came down and uh, it was said that they were going to either lock the doors or, or build a barricade. So we, uh, we had two weeks worth of clothing and we were not going to leave the building unless we were arrested. Um, and that time came at Monday morning, uh, this Monday that just passed at 5 a.m. Uh, we, were, we were just kind of um, <clears throat> getting ready for the day. I had, I had just woken up. Um, and, uh, the county sheriffs came in, there was about, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 of them. Uh, and they took us out, put us in handcuffs and whisked us off to the police station. Uh, we were just quickly booked. We were given three more charges each, which brings our total up to 18. Um, and then, uh, from there we were released. Um, and we came back to our gym to find it with a plywood barricade, uh, over the doors that were once there. That's amazing. And so when they arrested you the other morning at 5 a.m., I, I heard that they did not have a warrant. Is that true? Uh, they did not have a warrant, and they did ignore signage on the door that said that all law enforcement uh, had to either present a warrant or a call. Yeah. Um, however, we're, we're still kind of learning about the legal system, and we're not quite sure if that judge's order 
supersedes it or not. Um, but yeah, they did not show any warrant and they just walked inside of our building. Um, and then that was it. And is, is it closed down now? Is it open again or it's closed? Your gym? Uh, for now, we've we've left we've left the plywood up there. We took the day off uh, on Monday just to kind of recuperate. You know, we've been working seven days a week, um, every single day. You know, since this started, and and we just kind of needed a day to recharge. So we went home, spent some time with our families because we we we've been away from them for so long. Um, just yeah. in general, with the amount that we've been we've been sort of entrenched in this fight. Um, and then yesterday and today we're spending some time, uh, just kind of ironing out some details, running through some plans. Uh, and we have, uh, we have something planned for, uh, for Saturday to reopen that will, uh, um, that will get us back open and, uh, and probably piss governor Murphy off in the process. <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. You are, I noticed when watching Tucker's show, there are lines of supporters, people are showing up to your gym either to support you or work out at the gym and support you in that way. Are you surprised at the number of supporters you're getting? Um, you know, when, when we first did this, um, you know, th this all started with just sort of a public announcement that I had made on my social media uh, about reopening. Um, you know, after Frank and I ironed out the details, we presented our plan publicly because, again, it wasn't about open defiance. It was about providing a solution that wasn't there. Um, and that kind of caught, caught the attention of some local media, um, <clears throat> which then got national attention. You know, we and we never imagined that it would get this big. Yeah. Um, we knew that we would have the local support. We knew that we would have the support of our members. You know, we're a, we're a, we're a very local establishment. We know every single one of our members. We see them almost every single day. Yes. Um, so we knew that they would be there to support us. Uh, but what we didn't know was it was that it was actually like the right time for our message, right, right message at the right time. You know, we were, um, I think we struck a chord with a lot of people around the country, um, that, that they were just sick and tired of these lockdown measures. And, um, we definitely didn't expect the volume. We knew, we knew that we would have the, the passion of the supporters. We didn't, we didn't understand the, the magnitude of the volume that we would get. You know, when we opened our, we, we were joking because when we first originally reopened, we had locked ourselves in there on Sunday night um, because we didn't want the police to stop us from coming in or anything like that on Monday um, because it was so public. And Frank and I joked as we were unlocking the doors to, to walk out um, when we opened on Monday morning, we were, we were like, man, we, sh we sure hope somebody shows up to work out. You know, this is all going to be pretty stupid. <laughs> Um, but there, like you said, there was a line wrapped around the building. There's a parking lot full of people. There was national media attention. Um, yeah. so yeah, we knew we would get support. We had no idea that it was going to be anything like it has been. That's amazing. And, uh, we're, we're extremely thankful for that. Cause this is, this has been far from easy, uh, on us. It's been a, it's been a really, uh, tough kind of battle so far, but the, the support that we get is, um, is more than enough to help us stand firm and, and to, to see this all the way through. Have you ever met the governor? It's the governor, right? Yes, it is the governor. Is, yeah. Have um, you ever met him? No. Surprisingly, through all this, he's never reached out. He, you know, he's never sent us a text or, or a phone call. He certainly, <laughs> he certainly knows who we are. Yeah. Um, and I would, and I would have thought honestly, with the way that we originally approached it, that perhaps somebody would have reached out. You yeah. know, the health department, anybody in governmental planning, as far as the public health crisis goes, that they would reach out to us and kind of see what we had 
put forth because you know it's it it, it was well thought out um, and it, I, I, to this day I think it's one of the best um, reopening programs that you've seen any any business do. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very surprised that they, nobody's ever reached out, but that kind of alludes to the fact that you know that you know they're not really interested in opening us. You know, and, yeah. because if government government and at least the way I see it. Maybe I'm wrong, but government should want to work with the people, and it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that these days. It feels like they just want to tell the people what to do, and if you if you disagree with that or if you disobey it, all they want to do is is enforce punitive measures. You know what I mean? And I I, I feel like that's not the way it's supposed to work. I totally agree. What's your in personal impression of the governor when you think about him? What's your impression? <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I think um, I think he's a man who loves power. Um, yeah. And I, I think he's I think he's a man who is threatened by the idea that <clears throat> um, that somebody rejects that power. Um, and, and there's a lot of people who do. Um, and, and Frank and I are just the face of that. But I think I think that he's somebody that's more in politics for power. Um, than they than they he, he is to serve people, and yeah. I think that goes for I think I think that goes for a lot of politicians these days, and I think that's probably one of the fundamental issues with the political landscape today is people get into these positions and they forget that um, <clears throat> that they're elected to serve the people, so they you know they they get it they get it flip flopped where they get elected and they feel like they're above the people, and that's 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 not the way it works. You know, as, as a politician, you're there to serve. Uh, the people and protect the system yeah. um, and not not to just decree downward, um, which you see a lot of these people doing. You're right, man. I totally agree. One other question on your um, Bender's Facebook page. The latest post reads, welcome to America. where feeding your family and standing up for your constitutional right is illegal. Can you explain that to us? Well, you know, I just, I, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's a scary landscape we're in, you know, you're, you're arresting two men who are doing nothing wrong. We haven't put anybody in harm's way. Um, keep in mind, we have well over 13,000 visits to our facility since we originally reopened. Um, and one of the safety measures we have is our own version of contact tracing where we have every, we have record of every single person the frequency, the time, the date, their, their temperature when they walked in the building, um, and 13, over 13,000 visits and not a single case has been recorded or reported. Um, you know, so we're not hurting anybody. We're not committing any crimes. Um, yet we're being arrested because it's been, it's been over four months since the shutdown and, and Frank and I are still not allowed to feed our families. Yet we're still expected to pay all of our bills, both personally and resident, uh, and in, in a business sense. Yeah. And all we're doing is we're fighting for what's right. And everybody knows it's right. But because the governor doesn't want gyms open or, or, or for whatever his reasons are, we're being arrested because of that. And that's a scary a scary thing you know it's uh, we just got arrested and booked whatever it's got honestly we don't even really care i'll get arrested 50 more times if i have to 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 prove that we're right um but it's scary when government weaponizes um <clears throat> things like the police department which is a public uh, you know a, a, a something that's there to serve the public it's an organization that serves the public and the government has weaponized them against us um that's that's scary yeah that's not that's not america 
Uh, and that's certainly not democracy. I agree. I believe that it's about power. And I, I believe that the government has forgotten that it's we the people. It's not we the government. And they forgot that we work. They work for us. We don't work for them. And hopefully through all of this, it will wake up the people to take back the government. And if these people don't work for us as they promise to do, we'll just vote them out and vote in folks who will work for the people, not against them. I think I think that's something that that every American, regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, should be thinking about when they when they pick their candidates and when they support these people. Yeah. Um, quite quite often, I think people just hit a button um, and and then don't pay attention until the next time that they have to hit a button. You know, you have these long long gaps where people don't pay attention to politics, and then we wind up in these positions where people have gotten drunk on power. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to remove them. And do you know what's next? What's going to happen next? In a few minutes we have that. What's going to happen next? Um, so I'll, I'll be making an announcement at some point once we iron out the details about this Saturday. Um, but we, we will be reopening. Um, and um, that's going to come hell or high water. Um, <laughs> it's just a matter of ironing out the last little bit of details. And I'll, I'll announce that on, on social media uh, where most of the updates uh, with this whole sort of thing has gone. So all I can kind of say is stay tuned. Uh, Frank and I will definitely be be opening the doors once again. Right on, man. God is with you, and I definitely wish you well. Is there a website or anything you want to give out? Um, so you can follow um, along on social media, um, either my social media or the gym social media, and that's Ian Smith Fitness on Instagram and Attilus Jim Belmar. Also on Instagram, we are on Facebook too. You just search either my name or the gym's name. Um, and then our website is uh, theattilusgym.com. There's not a whole lot of updates on there, but anybody looking to find out some information about the gym can go there as well. Well, and I wish you guys well, man, and God bless you for what you're doing. It's amazing to see men stand up for what is right. It's about time. Thank you, man. Thank I appreciate you. it. God bless. Have a great day. You too, buddy. Thank you. Amazing. And that is A-T-I-L-I-S, Jim, folks. Atlas Jim. I am so out of time. The Hake Report is coming up next. The Hake Report. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.